Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 147 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. Now on a Monday, as many of our regular listeners will know, we have our usual uh, break from our Come Follow Me studies. However, we did that yesterday because today what we're going to do is kind of finish um, the um, Come Follow Me resources or materials from last week um, in Section 57. However, we're doing it this week uh, because it links in really well with sections 58 and 59, which are this week's uh, follow, Come Follow Me study. So we are looking technically at last week, uh, but uh, we are covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 57, 58 and 59, uh, which is found in the May the 24th to May the 30th uh, part of the Come Follow Me materials, which means we'll have an, a good seven days rather than six days to get through this. But we have got some stuff from last week to look at as well. So looking at section 57, which was given on the 20th of July, we find the Prophet Joseph Smith now in Missouri. After the um, 6th of June 1831 revelation, which directed Joseph Smith, Sidney Ridden and a number of other elders to travel together in pairs on the, to preach by the way and then to make their way to Independence, Missouri, um, it, uh, the Joseph Smith papers explain this, quote, Leaving Kirtland, Ohio on 19th of June 1831, Joseph Smith reached Independence, Jackson County, Missouri on the 14th of July. After arriving in, in Independence, Joseph Smith dictated this revelation, identifying the land of Missouri as the land of promise. John Whitmer recorded it in Revelation Book 1 as the first revelation given in Missouri. In Independence, Joseph Smith and his group, Martin Harris, Harris, Edward Partridge, William W. Phelps and Joseph Coe, met Oliver Cowdery, Zeba Peterson, Peter Whitmer Jr. and Frederick G. Williams, who had reached Missouri by January 1831 to proselytize among the American Indians living just west of the Missouri state line. Close quote. I can imagine, first of all, that this was a um, wonderful opportunity for the Prophet Joseph Smith to see his brethren again, particularly Oliver Cowdery, of course, um, who whom he had spent many months with translating the Book of Mormon. Because Oliver Cowdery had been, I think they had been apart, apart from each other for a good several months by this stage. Uh, and so just to kind of meet together and share experiences that have happened would have been a wonderful moment. Um, but as uh, Joseph Smith arrived uh, on the 20th of, sorry, on the 14th of July, he had about six days or so before he received this revelation to kind of look at Jackson County, Independence, Missouri, and look at, um, you know, the questions about how Zion would be built there. Uh, it says, quote, according to a history Joseph Smith initiated in 1838, Joseph Smith spent time upon his arrival in Independence ruminating on the situation of the American Indians living in the wilderness across the border. Perhaps because an earlier revelation explained that the city of Zion was built among the Lamanites, these meditations prompted him to ask questions about when and where the city would be built. When will the wilderness blossom as the rose? When will Zion be built up in her glory? And where will thy temple stand, unto which all nations shall come in in the last days? Um, in another account, Joseph Smith remembered viewing the country before seeking diligently the hand of God. According to that account, God manifested himself unto me and designated to me and others the very spot upon which he designed to commence the work of gathering and the upbuilding of a holy city, which shall be called Zion, close quote. Now, um, we'll talk a little bit more about the thoughts and feelings of Joseph Smith and the others about this land of Zion, this uh, place of uh, independence, Missouri, because 
When they got there, it probably wasn't what some of them may have expected to be the land of promise to look like, which of course is interesting because when the Israelites reached their promised land, um, I don't think that physically the land of Canaan looked uh, particularly um, appeasing to the eye or, uh, well, not the land of Canaan necessarily, but just the land that they were told to go to in the, in the land of promise, you know, looked like the most bounteous place that could possibly be. But there was great blessings attached to it as well. Uh, and so that was obviously an important part of it. But again, we'll look at the specific reactions by some of the members uh, a bit later uh, in the week when we get to sections 58 and 59. But in terms of what the Lord said to the prophet Joseph Smith as they arrived in section 57, we read a few bits here that uh, we, we learn from it. Um, it says in Doctrine and Covenants 57 verse 3, and thus saith the Lord your God, if you will receive wisdom, here is wisdom. Behold, the place which is now called Independence is the centre place, and a spot for the temple is lying less westward upon a lot which is not far from the courthouse. Now, for Joseph Smith at this point, uh, I believe they were near the courthouse and they had seen this building, and Joseph received this revelation that the temple would lie westward from that building um, you know, in, in a future time. Independence wasn't um, the height of civilization, and again, as I've mentioned, we'll talk a bit more about kind of the specific reactions of some of the of the members that came with Joseph. But certainly, it wasn't uh, as bustling and as advanced as places in New York and even Ohio. Uh, this was literally the Western frontier. This was the place where, beyond here, it was uncivilized. There was no, there was no. Um, built up society. It was all kind of American Indians and just kind of a lawless place at that point. And so this uh, independence Missouri was the place where people who wanted to escape the law came to because the law could not reach them at this point. Uh, you know, and I think sometimes we forget that, that just how, what, uh, what kind of situation that might be. And, and yet the Lord has told them that this is the place where the temple will be. This is where Zion will begin or Zion can begin to be built up. And there is a temple now uh, in uh, Independence, Missouri. Uh, and it is, it does lie westward from the lot, the lot which is on the courthouse. Um, but obviously um, the saints didn't know at this time, first of all, what would await them as they stayed there because things would not work out perfectly in, in Independence, Missouri. But also they didn't know in the future that these promises would be fulfilled. Um, so the Lord uh, invites, in verse 7, his servant Edward Partridge to stand in the office to which I have appointed him and divide unto the saints their inheritance, even as I have commanded, and also those whom he has appointed to assist him. So Edward Partridge, and we'll talk a bit more about him uh, in the next section, uh, in section 58, uh, is given the invitation to, to come to Missouri, to live there, and to uh, stand in, in his office as bishop of the church. Um, and so clearly this was an invitation for more of a, the centre of the church to be built up there with the prophet, uh, with the bishop uh, leading the kind of the temporal needs of the members as they travelled to this place. Um, Sidney Gilbert was invited to to set up a, a store where um, business and trading and purchasing of goods could be done uh, for, for the saints and others and to kind of generate business there. Um and William W. Phelps was um, went, was invited to be establish himself as a printer uh, for the church in verse 11. And interestingly, in verse 13, it says, And let my servant Oliver Cowdery assist him 
even as I have commanded, in whatsoever place I shall appoint unto him, to copy and to correct and select that all things may be right before me, as it shall be proved by the Spirit through him. So obviously we remember in the section, I think it was section 55 to William W. Phelps, he was called to assist uh, Oliver Cowdery as being a printer or, or a producer of published things for the church. But now William W. Phelps is to be the printer, whilst Oliver Cowdery is to kind of assist. Uh, and this reminds me of kind of things like the Leahona, or obviously the Enzyme as it was before this year um, for the whole church. And things like the new era which is now for the strength of youth and the friend for the children um the the general authorities the the, brother, the brethren and sisters who lead the church in the general in a general capacity uh, they very often be being involved in kind of the editing and the the looking over and authorizing what is inside these magazines and so this is kind of the beginning of a centuries-long um practice that the church has uh, to have kind of the leadership of the church put together these things and um, allow, and then put them forward for publishing, which is um, interesting as well. Um, I think really that is the end of that section, section 57. It was a kind of, well, it's not a short section, it's 16 verses long, but it's kind of a very, um, you know, where will Zion be kind of thing. And it is going to be here. Uh, but of course, we'll talk about what that Zion looks like and what it means and what happens uh, when they start to build up this uh, place uh, in the later couple of sections, which will begin tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed your uh, study and I hope you share some of what you've been studying as well on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email session at gmail.com if you'd like to um, share your thoughts and what you've been studying there so I can share it on a future episode. That would be fantastic. Thank you very much for listening. And until we meet again. <laughs>